Blog Talk Radio. Also, responses to protests elsewhere. 
Also, Walmart pulls guns and firearms from some stores because of the um, Floyd protests. 1968 riots may help find solutions for current problems affecting black Americans. And Ferguson elects his first American, uh, African-American woman as mayor. A cocktail of the week, um, we're tasting it right now. It is called the Desert Pear Delight. Mm. Tasting pretty good. Uh, what's popping with Papa Didi? I'm quite sure you got a lot for us tonight, boy. I know I do. <laughs> um, our weird news, we're going to lighten it up. Um, electrical uh, fluctuations from virus fast forward Hawaii time. And man faked wife's disappearance so she avoid prison. And man charged with assault after throwing pickles. Okay? I'm just saying with red wine, nobody likes a blocker. Living uh, for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood rapper. The kissing list and the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the hot topic. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives. So send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company or whichever? Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for okay. the hot topics. Yeah, let's uh, let's oh. kick it off. And uh, this is going to be a strong show. So okay. Pull that seatbelt tight because yeah, we're we about to, to get in. We're about to get it in. We're going in. Going I think, in. This, I think uh, uh, the mayor of D.C. is my hero for this. Oh, movie. yeah, she is. Yes, that's <clears> right. And I never thought that her and Trump would be, you know, at odds. But uh, I'm shocked. Woman, and she's African American. Come yeah, on, Papa. Yeah, Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. a setup. He, 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 he don't like it as it is, and then and, she's a and, woman well, too. She's stopping him from like all the rest of those politicians. Come to D.C. and want to take over. That's why D.C. is like it is today. All right. People come from Missouri as a congressman. Now they want to mm. grow some roots in D.C. Anyway. All right. This is D.C. Mayor Mariel Bowser renamed a street. In front of the White House, no Black Lives Matter Plaza. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. Yes. The slogan in massive yellow letters on the road. The actions are meant to honor demonstrators who are urging um, changes in police practices after the killing of George um, Floyd. They come after several days of the mayor's strong objection uh, to the escalation of federal law enforcement and the military response um, to protesters. Local artist uh, Rose Jaffe uh, said she and others joined city 
work crews to paint the giant slogan. This started at 4 a.m. The art will take up two blocks on the 16th Street Northwest between K and 8th Street. Shortly after 11, a city worker hung up a Black Lives Matter Plaza Northwest sign at the corner of 16th and 8th Streets Northwest. That's what I'm talking about. Trump has urged a crackdown on protesters out um, outrage by uh, sporadic cases of looting in Washington and some other cities. And several days ago, Trump falsely accused Bowser on Twitter, he on Twitter, of refusing to allow D.C. police to assist in crowd control in Lafayette Square. It goes on to say, there was a dispute this week about those streets. Uh, it is in Mayor Bowser. Uh, Mayor Bowser wanted to make it abruptly clear those uh, whose street it is and honor the peaceful demonstrators. In a letter Thursday, Bowser formally asked Trump to withdraw all extraordinary law, federal law enforcement and military presence in Washington, D.C. She's like, okay, we don't need all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, the, mayor, the mayor did criticize unidentified federal um, law enforcement officials for patrolling the streets of her city and operating outside, quote-unquote, established chains of command. He says, my view is that law enforcement should be in the place to protect the rights of American citizens, not restrict them. Okay, now. You know, take away uh, your First Amendment rights, you know. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad to see the mayor of D.C. stand up because, like I said, D.C. is a town where politicians come from all over the world. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking about, you know, Iowa, Idaho, Montana. And when they get here, they bring their families and and this is what initiated the gentrification of things, you know, because right. they come here with the money and the power, and they say, well, why is this neighborhood? I like this neighborhood, like they did over there in Southeast with that uh, with that baseball field, you know. Yeah, they yeah. just totally. Just plopped it right there. Yeah, and boxed out totally. a lot of people. Yeah. I looked at, I came yeah. down the time frame when that was, and I used to hang down here when that was being built, and to see all the construction that was a mess. They even got rid of my McDonald's. No, they got rid of my Burger King over there uh, off of uh, Florida Avenue. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah, that joint. Sure. Man. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It's a Harris Teeter. And a little Chinese store blocked down from there. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was called Yum Yum or something. Mm-hmm. Yum with a Y. You know, they spell Yum Yum. <laughs> Y-U-M-M. Yum Yum Yum. My name is Yum Yum. Anyway. But, uh... Anyway, you know, God bless the the mayor of D.C., and I'm behind her 100%, and I hope that she holds the city down strong because, you know, because you can't, because Trump, hopefully, he's on the way out, you know, and his lease is is running out. (laughs) Oh, yeah, what a a horrible uh, degree of a four-year term. He never really got his foot planted, really. Right. Showed his ass from the beginning to the end. Anyway, um... This here topic I got here, we're gonna to go to the NFL for a minute. Drew Brees. Now let's let's talk about Drew Brees, for example. Now my man Dak Prescott can't even get a contract with the Dallas Cowboys. They keep choking his chain, you know, which is another level of, of the bigotry of um the gentleman who owns the Dallas Cowboys. What's his name? Uh Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. They call it Jerry Well Jerry World up there in AT and T Stadium up there in Dallas, that big palace that he has. 
he makes money just for cutting the lights on in there and making money. Arabelle is paying electric bill when they cut cut the lights on. He's making money when he cuts the lights on. Anyway, now Drew Brees been in the league for a long time. He's a little insecure little white boy that uh, you know, he he was he was scared as hell of a guy named uh, Bridgewater. Bridgewater was his uh, was a backup quarterback and 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 Breeze messed up his thumb in the middle of the season. Right. So uh, Bridgewater came in. I think I'm saying his name Bridgewater. I think it's Bridgewater. Anyway, Bridgewater came in and won five games in a row. Mm-hmm. So Breeze came back early before his thumb was healed because he didn't want the Negro to take his job. Right. You know, insecurity is a mess. You know what I mean? It's almost like you know, if you walking around, if you worrying about the man that you're concerned about who's hung like a Shetland pony, it's not going to change the three inches of white steel between your legs, okay? If that's what you were born with, then that's all you got. So no matter how much you hate this other man who's hung like a Shetland pony, it's not going to replace the three inches of steel you got between your legs. So, And I say that just as, a, as an example or as a metaphor, so to speak, because you can't change who you're not. Not who you are, but who you're not. You're never going to develop no new cells or no new anything. You are who you are. So anyway, Bridgewater was was won five games in a row, and and Breeze, I'm just giving a little synopsis on him, came back before his thumb was even healed because he didn't want to lose his job or right. threaten to lose his job because right. he got plenty of money now. His wife, his kids, and everybody. But anyway, after early, he came out. Uh, and said he, he sounded like Donald Trump the uh, day before yesterday talking about I will never support anybody that kneels down during the flag. And this is in the middle of, of, of George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is two days ago. Right. While the world is on a hot seat with that situation, okay. he comes out and says, well, I'm never going to support any teammate or any NFL player that kneels down, speaking of black folks, you know, mm-hmm. that kneels down during the flag, I think is a disrespect to the Sound like Donald Trump. And black folks have been trying to say to Trump for years that, first of all, my mother and father was in the military. What makes you think I'm not liking the flag? They ain't got nothing to do with the flag. So the whole league came down on Breeze, okay? So here's the story. All right, after earlier sharing a message of uh, unity of social media, on social media, New Orleans State's quarterback, Drew Breeze, he was attacked through the backlash Wednesday when he – relentlessly said that uh, he would never agree with anybody disrespecting a flag, sounding like Donald Trump, you know, mm-hmm. during an during interview with, uh, during the interview with uh, Yahoo is who he did this interview with. Now, Breeze's comments came when he was asked during the interview to revisit former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick and what, what was his opinion on there, and that's why Bruce came out on that. See, some people think sometimes they're talking to please Donald Trump. Right. And you have to stop going in that zone. A lot of people go there, go there, go there, but Trump ain't backing you up. So anyway, as it would be, everybody came out against him. ESPN people, different different uh, football players, and even his own teammates said, man, look, what are, you, are you kidding me? Yeah. Why are you talking? They sound just like Donald Trump. See, yeah. sometimes it's so sad how white folks can't take off that white hat. When you're in other environments, you know, it seems like, I don't know, Loyalty to white folks is so it's so crazy when you sit back and see the stuff that they're trying to be loyal to. Even on the in the job market, you look up and you think these white folks are your friends, but then when they have conversations with their own in the office, they're talking about a whole different level of stuff. 
And they damn sure ain't talking about nothing that's happening in, in the black community. Right. And acting like they're there behind a bubble that, that uh, nobody else even knows about. That's what's scary. You'd be like, wow, y'all didn't hear about that? Y'all talking about everything else. You're talking to me about women and, and, and sports and all. But I'm like, well, okay, what about Sandra Bland? Mm-hmm. I think I killed last night. Y'all want to talk about that for a minute? Because mm-hmm. you, you're coming off like you don't know. When you, I know you know. I mean, you got every channel in the world on your on your TV. So who are you bullshitting? So, but anyway, so so, so, so Trump, so uh, Breeze is all messed up. He's trying to apologize. I think during the season, somebody's gonna knock him on his ass, wake him up. You know, some little linebacker <laughs> on purpose. gonna run into him. And, somebody's gonna miss a block. Yeah, on somebody's purpose. gonna miss a block and. Uh, yeah, his own teammate gonna miss a block. He gonna get knocked on his ass yep. and say we cool. And they gonna they gonna two uh, brothers gonna they gonna say fit. oh my bad. But yeah. you know what? Well, sometimes when they, these um, players start talking political, they have to be careful. I mean, unfortunately, mm-hmm. look what happened to Kaepernick when he kneeled. You know, it was like nobody wants to touch him. That's yeah. true. So, and you know, it's sad that they can't, you know, uh, express how they feel. You know, but you know, it might have to do it after they retire. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It just puts you in the hot seat. You know. But you know what? I think if all of them start speaking up, you can't fire everybody because then you won't have a team. Well, well, then, and then a lot of people are scared because they might be a rookie, but they, you know, they want to say something and they like shoot, they might lose the contract. So, but there's also power in numbers. Yeah, that's true. If if everybody mm-hmm. stay, band together, yeah. stay together, right? Don't talk about and say, yeah, we're gonna right. do this. Right. And then when it's time to do it, the person speaks up and everybody else sit back and say, I ain't saying nothing. No, yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah. I think that was the case. I think that was the case of the officers that killed uh, George. Uh, the, 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 the one who had his foot on, the, on his knee on his neck was always the bully of the crowd. Right, I think so. And the yeah, other guys can't speak. Right, you know, he right. was always the bully. You know, somebody's the main and, person. And, and that's probably what's going to happen. That's how the defense is going to mm-hmm. save them, you know. But, uh, yeah. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Want to get the key? And speaking of the ring leader, Mr. Oh, Chauvin. Oh, boy. Mm. I wonder if that's short for chauvinistic. But anyway, uh, attorneys for two of the former rookie Minneapolis police officers yesterday have rejected Accusations from their uh, from accusations that their clients aided and abetted the killing of George Floyd. Now, what they're doing is they're casting blame on the senior officer, Mr. Chauvin, mm-hmm. who had like 19 years of experience. Some of the guy that had the knee, on the one with his knee okay. on George mm-hmm. Floyd's neck. Okay. He was the senior officer. Mm-hmm. The and these bullet. other two yeah. of them, uh, two of the other. Officers were rookies. Brand new. Now, wow. early signs of the legal defense strategy are starting to emerge now. When these former officers, J. Alexander Kung, 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 Kung. Yeah, they're the okay. Asian. That was the Asian guy. No, Tao is the Asian guy. Kung is the black guy. Really? Thomas K. Yeah. Lane okay. and Tao Tha. Style. I stand corrected because I, when I saw the name, I assumed that uh, most people did. Because yeah. I had to go check to see. Well, wait a minute. I saw one black. And that man. that guy is black. The one I saw. Yeah, even okay. though he has an Asian last name. No, no. I mean, he just looked a little light, bright, damn yeah. white. He looks look. very light, but yeah. he is black. He's black. Wow. Yeah. So they made all of those uh, ex 
ex-officers made their first court appearances uh, today, I believe it was. Yeah, this morning. Each officer is charged with one count of aiding and abetting second-degree murder and aiding and abetting second-degree manslaughter. And the charges allege that they did not intervene when their former colleague, 19-year police veteran Derek Chauvin, knelt on Floyd's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds, mm-hmm. all while Floyd pleaded with them and told them he yeah. could not breathe. Mm-hmm. All four of them, of course, have been fired since Floyd passed away. God mm-hmm. rest his soul. Mm-hmm. Now, Chauvin, who's 44, was charged last week and is being held uh, with a million-dollar bail. Mm-hmm. He's facing second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter charges. <sighs> and is scheduled to make his first appearance on this coming Monday. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, the district uh, district county district judge, Paul Scrogan, Scoggin, sorry, set bail for each of the other three at $1 million without conditions or 750000 with conditions. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sure what that actually means, what conditions are, but their initial appearance, what they said it was basically supposed to be routine, mm-hmm. but then it turned contentious because they were throwing Chauvin under the bus, mm-hmm. or their attorneys were. I see. Maybe they're going to uh, um, have a deal with them if they tell them. It know, sounds like that's what they're like angling they Put him underneath the bus. Yeah, because defense attorneys for Kung, who's the black officer, he's only 26. Oh, they said wow. that he was working his third shift ever, as a full-time officer, and the other guy, Lane, who's 37, was working on the fourth day as a full-time officer. So he's four days in. Right. The other guy was on his third shift right. as an officer. Right. So these were like, you know, fresh they, off the right. boat. They, so yeah, they were just going to go by what the lead guy was saying. And that's what the attorneys are trying to go and from that angle. And he's it. You know, you don't do nothing. You know, you just follow my lead or whatever. Well, basically, um, I'm trying to see which one of them was the one who kept saying, shouldn't we roll him over on his side? Yeah. You know, he Probably was asking. The short guy. Who was the short guy? Yeah. That was the other guy who was Asian, dude. He was the one that was far away from the situation. Because one of them is his um, brother-in-law. Mm. I think it's it was Kong, the black yeah. man. Oh, mm. what? Kung and Lane turned their attention to the veteran, to uh, Chauvin, mm-hmm. and they said Kung was trying to communicate that the situation needed to change direction. Mm-hmm. So the attorney is saying, well, what was Lane, the other guy, the white guy, what was Lane supposed to do, go up to Chauvin and grab him and throw him off? Mm-hmm. And my answer to that question would be, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you see somebody killing somebody... Mm-hmm. I don't care if you were on your first day on the job. If you're not, (laughs) the the way I see it is that if you've been trained to be a police officer, if you've gotten all the rules and they told you all the things you're supposed to do. Being humane. being Exactly. Right. And I'm saying if you see something that you know is not right, I don't care if this is a 30-year veteran and you see something that's not right, You've questioned him, and he's basically still doing something wrong. But like, like, like Ron, I mean, like Papa Didi said, it's like training day. Yeah. You ever see yeah. training day? Uh, I mean, this it. guy took drugs, and he did some unorthodox things. Yeah. 
Yeah. And he just did it. He didn't question. It's hard to, right. you know, the mindset when you're behind the, uh, yep. when you're in, in the midst of your, your job, you know, yep. and you're looking at people as a so-called leader, yep. and you, you evaluate what they do, good, bad, or, or or indifferent. And that guy there just had all the dominancy. But what, you know, the, the other side of the story is the fact that him and George used to work together. At one time, at a at a club yeah, or something, some club. as a bouncer. Who security? Yeah, security. They both for security. I'm not sure which one. So therefore, was I don't know. Chauvin or when it Chauvin, was yeah, Chauvin. Okay. Chauvin and George, the one he killed. So he must have had some kind of underlying anger with him. He clearly had some and, something in know, his heart because. Yeah, um, yeah they worked together at the club. At a, wow. Yeah. Because so. when Kong took his uh, pulse or tried to find a pulse, and he said. I cannot find a pulse. Chauvin kept his knee on Floyd's neck for another two minutes. After being told, I can't find a pulse. Mm -hmm. Now, what kind of murderous hatred are you feeling that you you, feel after they tell you, you, you. basically Uh saying the man is dead, and you still keep holding your But you know what? They did throw him in the back of the... The, the car. I did see that, and he. I think he was trying to administer CPR. Who was oh, yeah, after the fact. Right. One of them did try to. After the fact. But when he already said that he doesn't have a pulse, I mean. Yeah, now you're going to try to throw him in the back and try to get a pulse. Yeah, the yeah. whole situation is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, basically, in a nutshell, the attorneys now for the two rookie cops are yeah. trying to play from the angle of they were so fresh yeah. and new they were just following the right. senior oh, officer. Right. You know, what, what were they supposed to do? You know, go push him out the way? And I'm saying, yeah. Because the way I see it, you know what, four days in or third shift in, you don't really have anything vested in this job yet. Mm-hmm. So if it means I have to get fired, I'm not going to stand here and watch you kill somebody. Because yeah. whatever training you got, I'm sure that wasn't part of it. Right. Yeah. So I'd be like, you know but what? But those guys Fire are brand me. new, That's so not it's, right. not, it's not the... Hey, yeah, they just... And you, you don't know how, how, how... You know, it's so deep, you know, and it, the, the job market itself, the code of... I'm just of, saying, when you're but, that new, you, you know don't what, have don't, any loyalty yeah, but you know to what? this Let man. Let me tell you. Yeah, they do. The one, thing, the one thing I've learned in my life is that the code of silence, and, you know, yep. you, the, the, the police force comes with its own code of silence, mm-hmm. but just in the job market, period, the code of silence is just so unbelievably crazy. The the sad part about white folks, and I'm not speaking on all white folks. I'm, when I when I say that, I would say to white folks, you know who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of white folks just their their main thing. I always said this, and I learned this from people a lot older than me, a lot wiser than me. Two aspects of white people is that white people, for one, are really uh, they're they're the biggest monkey see monkey doers on the planet when it comes to their own people. Okay. They can live in an area, they all want to live in an area that's away from somewhere in particular. They want to have the, the exclusion and the inclusion to do their thing, because a lot of them are freakazoids deep down inside. They want to do their freak sure. shit and all that. They want to move to But you notice, too, whatever society they move to has got the freak nick, those are the same places where your where you're, um, your, your she-males and your your, your transsexuals and everybody come out at night so they can go out to get their little freak on by walking out the door for 10, 15 minutes, you know. I've always seen that. I was in Norfolk as a, as a sailor, 
and being in different places, even up in D.C. and things like that, in areas where you see gentrification, you always see out of the ordinary freaknik stuff that's for people's convenience because that's just who they are. Yeah, I'm, I'm speaking on the undercut, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but as far as the stuff that they do, even amongst their peers on the job, they don't, don't talk about stuff they got to do with in the neighborhoods they live in. Half of them are taking an hour and a half to get to work. Mm-hmm. Say, where do you live? Oh, I live out in Bud Lake. Where the hell is Bud Lake? <laughs> oh, Bud Lake is behind uh, Northern Virginia, so behind the such, 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 such. You know, it's an area that's like completely engulfed with Caucasians. You know, yeah. because everything else they consider a black neighborhood. And then the thought of that, and I'm going to leave it alone. They consider a black neighborhood as being, it was like, oh, well, the black community. People act like when somebody say the black community, we're all going home to the projects. That's yeah. what really messes yeah. me up. Yeah. You know what I mean? You ever notice that? Yeah. yeah you like, oh, where do you live? You live down by, and I'll be like, well, I live, I give them a general area, general description. I don't even be specific, you know. They swear all black folks are going home to the projects. They really do. I mean, it's amazing. Not all. When I say, when it comes to white folks, you know who you are. Anyway, I don't leave that alone. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm done with you that. Okay? okay. Yeah. I'm just. I still feel like you know. I understand about that whole code of silence and the blue co- blue whatever they call it mm-hmm. with the cops and all. But I still feel like if you don't have any allegiance or loyalty to this man. Not to the badge, but to this man. Why would you allow yourself to be to go down like that? Because you gotta know that if you stand there and do nothing and allow this man to slowly kill somebody, well, when his, you see all these phones and cameras and whatever people recording it, his seniority there's probably no gave him backing religion. out of that. His seniority probably gave him gave them the allegiance that they. He been following them. They've been following him every day, you know. Some stuff they, some of his police work they may have liked in some areas. The way he handled stuff or broke stuff up or went I'm somewhere. Just they you know. have time. This was just one of them fourth day and the other one third shift. Yeah. I don't even know if they had all worked together yet. Well, they're all shell. Two of them rolled up. They're all shell. One of them I think was there with him. The other two mm-hmm. rolled up to respond to. But you know what, though, I tell you the sad part about it, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, don't lower your guard. Do not lower your guard because you have to. You have to take a look at the defense that went against Trayvon Martin. Okay. The way that guy brought a piece of brick in the courtroom and all that old crap. I'm telling you right now, don't put your guard down because when you see them, because there are some racist people all over the world that send oh, that yeah. man big money right now. Oh, sure, I know. They're sending that cop big money for his legal defense. Yeah, they will. I got yeah. news for you. The Klan, the Aryan Nation, yeah. they said, yeah. look, we got together $400,000 for your defense, and man. We, we have Good another luck organization to, to counteract that. Oh, my so. God. You don't even know. Yeah. That's what I said. Don't see, you think, and, and the prosecutor, and, and, and man, I said it. He said, this ain't going to be no easy case. Mm-hmm. You kidding me? It ain't so much the fact of the case itself, but the support that he's going to get right. is going to be crazy. Right. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, so, you're right. Well, they, they can act like a fool for real because they're going to be right back out there. Yeah, but I tell you, when I saw that defense on that Trayvon Martin, I said, you got to be kidding me. Then when he was set free, I said, you going to let Zimmerman go free? Oh, I was but, but, but see, that, that, that started <laughs> this. You know what I'm saying? 
people are just frustrated. It's been you know, a snowball effect. Right, we can't get no justice. So, okay, right. can't get no justice. Everybody's has become a real thing. Well, yep. you know, the sad the whole part, world about, it, is the sad watching part it. about it that, you know, you've got to also speak on our own Uncle Tom's. The black man that spoke up, I don't know what his position was, but the chief of police in Buffalo mm-hmm. on a story we're going to talk about. I think we had that right. story as well, which right. is the next one on that I have, as a matter of mm-hmm. fact. So we'll take a break, and I'll, I'll focus on that with that one. All right. So we'll, we'll be right back. Um. I am Kettle from the original Pajama Party. If you haven't heard Pajama Party Show, you've missed out. We've got hot topics, hidden and quitted headlines, what's popping with Papa Didi, our weird news, I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city with Papa Diddy, my Hollywood wrap-up, of course, the cocktail of the week, and uh, the world-famous kitchen list. And, of course, we can't forget the last word. We serve it up each week on the Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. 914-803-4306 or listen live at www.avajamaparty.com You can also follow us on Twitter at avajamaparty that makes my skin glow and my hair fabulous, too. It's bull semen. No bull. Stop playing. For real. Bull semen gives me this glow and keeps my skin nice and soft and feeling good. Where in the world did you get bull semen? From a bull, of course. But only my distributor knows for sure. I can hook you up. Check it out. Bull semen is great for your hair, nails, skin, and everywhere else where it doesn't feel right. Just warm the tube of bull semen. Put on some Barry White music. Massage the tube using slow circular motions. And when the semen comes out of the tube, put some in your hair, on your nails, on your skin, and wherever you want. Before you know it, you'll be glowing. Your hair will be growing, and your friends will want to be knowing. I'm ordering my tube of bull semen today. Order two. I'm almost out. Bull semen. Do not use internally or pregnancy could occur. And we're not responsible for that. Order yours today. And that's no bull. All right, welcome back to the Jam Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darlings. All right. Uh, yeah, this this is a unique story right here. This happened up in Buffalo. I don't know if you've seen the footage of this on TV. This is when uh, they had a whole crowd of people out there uh, doing a protest, of course, and a whole parade of people came along. And there was a gentleman after he wanted to say something to a cop, and he kind of pushed him inadvertently. And when then the guy was 71 years old, and and when you're in your 70s like that and you're unstable from the beginning, you have a 
unstable fall, and your reflexes isn't good enough to catch yourself. So this man hit the back of his head at the same time, was bleeding out of his ear right away. And one cop looked like he was concerned, but he kept on moving. And everybody just kept on walking by him. He's sitting there bleed, bleeding on the pavement. Now, now here's a black police chief who was speaking on there saying that uh, they were in formation. They were, this is his exact words. You know, he looked like a little, uh, I don't know, he looked like a little, little nerdy guy, you know, wearing oh, an old-ass ja- old jacket, looking like, you know, Sherman and Peabody from the fucking cartoons. Anyway, I mean, he looked very nerdy. Well, they were in formation, so they couldn't really stop. And there was EMS not far that was in the same formation that was coming along. Well, EMS knew nothing about what had happened. And the police could have stopped and administered some type of, uh, you know, and then for the, the, the man who said that was a black man. Now, with everything we're going through, you're going to have the nerve to make an alibi against your sorry-ass cops. And you weren't even there. So that's another thing we have to do. We got to stop, even if we're the boss of these racist assholes, we got to stop speaking for them without probable cause. We need to find out what happened. Right. What What's going on? What was the situation? But don't say, well, I'm assuming, because anything you say in advance, you got to backtrack on it. If you say the wrong stuff, I mean, these guys literally walked by that guy. They kept on walking, and he was bleeding out of his ear. And they pushed him, and he you could tell he was an older gentleman, unstable. He was excited. When the cops came up and he approached them, you know, anxiety is a very interesting thing in your body. It, it happens. You see a fire. You're in your house, and you go in a room, and a fire, the room is completely on fire. You know, you develop what's called anxiety immediately. You know, you're, all your senses are working overtime. You don't, like I say, the term went back in the day. You don't know whether to fuck or fight. You know what I mean? You don't know whether to call the cops or do whatever you want to do or need to do. You know, I need to call the police. I need to do this. Anxiety is a mother, you know. And, and um, you know, they just, everybody's just trying to do the right thing nowadays too much. And cops got to stop thinking that somebody's going to always be there to speak for them. Mm-hmm. Everybody's always speaking for them. Well, what happens at the police? Say, you know, different chief of police, they're just as guilty as the police themselves. Right. When you look up, and they're already laying the trial out in the beginning. But who are you speaking for? The code of honor? The badge of blue? Don't be the first black police chief if you're still an Uncle Tom-ass Negro. Yeah. Shit, you, we, don't, we don't need you as the first black anything if you're not going to come in there as the first black everything. You know, don't mm-hmm. act like you're going to, you're on the first black, but I'm still going to be the token Negro in here. You know, I mean, come on, you know. We live one life, you know, and, and I don't know. I, I guess with the, the the years of oppression that we have had and the years of white privilege that white folks have had, a lot of people come from that position, and we still haven't cracked the mold too much at all because I know people now, white people now, who ain't paying that, that George that Floyd thing a rabbit-ass mind like it didn't exist, you know. Like, you know, so so we we still got a lot of hard work to do. But we should keep our foot, our knee on their ass, on their neck, from now on, for, to make sure they're they're accountable. Cause they swear that they you live in their lily white neighborhoods, got all their little privileges and everything going for them. What what the hell's a privilege? You know what is a privilege in all actuality? If I gotta do, if I gotta take, a, if I gotta take a dump, the only thing I got is a horrible ass Sunoco gas station. 
If I'm if it's toilet paper in there, I'm cool. If I'm able to line that toilet seat and release my bowels and get that shit deposit in that toilet, okay. I'm straight. And I will turn around to that bathroom when I leave out, and I'll tell that nasty-ass gas station bathroom, thank you for allowing me to clear my ass. Okay, okay so privilege is nothing. Privilege is the ability to let yourself be free. But don't take it for granted. All right. Anyway, I'm going to leave that alone. All right. Okay. Over to you, Kel. Hit it and quit it. Okay. What you got? Uh, Brianna Taylor. She would have been 27 today. Oh, it's her um, birthday? Yep, today God is, yeah. God yeah, God officially. Um, but she was killed two months ago oh. when police broke down the door to her apartment in the attempted drug sting and oh. shot her eight times. Come oh, on. Lord. Lord. Here we go again. Wrong, wrong apartment, right? A lot has happened since that day, and, and Taylor's life and death have become folded into the larger um, worldwide outcry against police violence that exploded after, you know, the death of George Floyd. Um, Taylor's family filed a wrongful death suit, law, uh, a death lawsuit, two months after her killing, claiming charges of battery, wrongful death, excessive force, negligence, and um, gross negligence. Mm-hmm. Um, they knocked on the door. Did they push the door in? The no-knock warrant, that's what it was, issued by police, included Taylor's house because, according to a police affidavit for a search warrant um, for the raid, which was obtained by CNN. Wow. Authorities suspected a man involved in the drug ring was receiving packages of drugs at her home. Interesting. So on May 21st, the FBI's... um, Louisville office announced they were opening an investigation into the circumstances surrounding her death. On May 21st, the Louisville Metropolitan Police Department announced it would require all sworn officers to wear body cams. Oh, now you're wearing body cams. Mm-hmm. Come on now. They waited until May 21st? After the fact, what happened. Um, yep. Uh, the LMC <sighs> um, also said it would change how the department carries out search warrants in response to Taylor's death. Okay, so they are trying to change things, but... Yeah, after the fact. Conrad um, was removed from his post on June 1st after it was discovered the officers um, present at the shooting death of a black man named David McAtty uh, during a Louisville um, protest did not have their body cams turned on. So this was after they said they were going to start wearing the body cams right. turned on. Right. So but then another black man got right. killed, and they still didn't have a body cam on. So almost about three weeks later. Oh, my God. Um, See, we didn't even hear about that one. See? So during a protest in Louisville on May 26, featuring Taylor's friends and family, demonstrators stood outside Mayor Greg Fisher's house and demanded the rest of the officers involved in her killing. Good. Good for you guys. Mm. Uh, A a org petition calling for justice in Taylor's death has been promoted by influential voices like singer Janelle Monae, Bernice King, which is Martin Luther King's um, youngest daughter, and currently holds more than 3.5 million signatures. Wow. Wow. Say her name, Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor. Mm. Oh, okay. And, you know, on top of all of that, the person who they were looking for with that warrant, mm-hmm. 
the night that it happened, mm -hmm. the suspect was already in custody. Somebody's not doing their job then. Exactly. There's a lack of communication. It's all about the leadership, too. How are y'all up there looking right? That body shooting people, the and the person y'all were supposedly looking for already in custody. Right. How are you cutting off your... And, and see, that's where some of that white privilege comes into play is because these cops are doing what they want to do. They'll cut right. they they cut their stuff on and off, their body cameras on and off, right. do what they want to do. If you're not going to be, man, I tell you what, if I was the, not only the police chief or the, the, the captain or the, of the battalion, you got to stay on these people's ass. That's right. the biggest problem is that a lot of these, and I say white boys, because they was raised by their, their parents coming up with to get whatever they want, raised on the beach, doing what they want to do. I mean, it's almost like when you call a child and tell a child to stop at two, three years old and they ain't listen to your ass. It's almost as arrogant as that. When that arrogance goes to adulthood, that's mm -hmm. when it's a mess. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm the chief of police here, and I can't get these five white boys that work under me to listen to nothing I got to say. All right. And, and, and it's hard to and change see, them because I don't blame the guys. I blame the head. Because if you're in charge, you need to take charge. They've never seen any kind of leadership. They've never seen any kind of anything. And they were always told. And the sad part about it is that everybody all over the world, and I always tell, I've been saying this for years and years and years, mm -hmm. is that people have always been told when you come to America, you know, it's don't different. trust the black man. Don't trust the black. Everybody's always did a preempt, a preempt. When it comes to black people, mm -hmm. they will go to America for the American dream. But you go there, you watch the black man. Watch the black. He will steal from you. He will do it do. And, and people got in their mind that, that we are to be avoided mm -hmm. at any cost. And if we fuck with you, we are to be terminated. Mm -hmm. Whenever we whenever we do something wrong, you're just supposed to get rid of us. Put us underneath a, a lawnmower and just run over our ass and chop us into a thousand pieces, and it's cool. Don't worry about it. You'll get away with it because they have no value. Their life don't matter. Right. You know, and that's, this is what people was raised, to, to treat us like crap and to just to take us down that path, and it's, and it's come full circle. Yep. It's come full circle. Anything we say can be hijacked because when, when Kaepernick was talking, Trump would come in the very next day and just overlap everything he night. said. Over the, and people would just believe Trump, and you got these 32 old-ass asshole owners of these football teams mm -hmm. that isolated the brother from the game. And now they sit back here with, man, look, at what, you, where do you see the Giants this year with that little young punk-ass guy he got as a quarterback? Mm -hmm. Or different teams that got, and you, then he wouldn't let, what's his name in? Uh, mm -hmm. He's out right now. Uh, the boy that used to pay for the Panthers, Carolina Panthers. Yeah, Cam Newton. Cam Newton, he ain't got a job right now. What he out there, no job. Carolina got rid of him. He's sitting there now trying to get a up. job. Nobody picked him up. Hmm. Like, like you're going to pick and choose. But you just want to be comfortable so you don't care about winning. Right. It, and winning is not even a factor. As long as you got the TV mm -hmm. money and your family getting paid, they don't care about no damn winning. They care about the money. Hmm. And we don't want no Negroes that we feel is going to cause us a problem. Well, we they want people they can control. And, and Cam Newton yeah. was not one you were going to control. Yeah. Well. And once they determined if we can get rid of him, he's out of here. But look, let me go back to the protest. Um, I, I got a synopsis here of a lot of different pieces of stuff that's going on, like, all over the place. So I'm going to start with New York, 
And this is just one little piece of information. Um, but this one is really about Uber, the company Uber, the ride-sharing company. Uh, Uber Eats, you know, the one that does the food delivery for Uber. Uber Eats has pledged to offer delivery workers, anybody who drives for them for Uber Eats, they are giving them legal support if they get wrongly arrested for violating New York City's curfew while delivering on the app. So I thought that was pretty cool, Uber stepping up. Yeah. They said if you drive for us and you're out protesting and you get picked up for curfew violations, we got you. Mm-hmm. Also, Uber corporate, not just in New York but everywhere, said last Sunday they announced $1 million donation to the Equal Justice Initiative and Center for Policing Equity to support important work in making racial justice in America uh, to make it more than a promise. They said they're committed to supporting the black community, and as a starting point, they're going to use Uber Eats to promote black-owned restaurants while making it easier for people to support them with no delivery fees for the remainder of the year. And in coming weeks, they're going to offer discounted rides to black-owned small businesses that have been hit hard by COVID-19 to help them recover. So they really are trying to do whatever they can do to help the black community. Yeah, but, but this is something that Colin Kaepernick was talking about It was four right. years ago. Right. But let me you keep know? going. California, Governor Newsom, has ordered the state police training program to stop teaching tra- uh, officers how to hold somebody where it blocks the flow of uh, blood to the brain. Yeah. Well, now he's mandated that they stop teaching that particular hold. In D.C., federal lawmakers are beginning to craft legislative uh, response to racial injustice. So Congress is trying to figure that all out, working with the Congressional Black Caucus. So we'll see what comes out of that. South Africa. South African president is noting that naked racism in the United States and says that he firmly believes that this is the moment we should regard as a turning point with regard to tackling racism around the world. Minneapolis. Negotiators for the city of Minneapolis have agreed with the state to ban the use of chokeholds by police and require a report and intervene any time that they see an unauthorized use of force by another officer. Uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia. A 176-year-old slave auction block has been removed from a Virginia city downtown. That's in Fredericksburg. Mm. The 800-pound stone was pulled from the ground at a Fredericksburg street corner early Friday today. And let's see, this was after removal was delayed by months of lawsuits, and then the coronavirus happened. So now they're getting rid of that thing. Australia. Thousands gathered in Australia's capital today to remind Australians that racial inequity, underscored by uh, George Floyd's death, was not unique to the United States. So they had a big rally. And the last one I have is Richmond, Virginia, the longstanding tribute to Confederate General Robert E. Lee, along with four other statues depicting Confederate figures uh, J.E.B. Stewart, Stonewall Jackson, Jefferson Davis, and Matthew Fontaine Murray that line a two-mile stretch that they call Monument Avenue 
are all being removed in the coming weeks and placed in storage. That was announced by the governor. And that just goes to show you how racist Virginia was. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Governor Ralph Northrop Northrop announced that yesterday. They didn't say exactly when yet, so we don't have a time frame. But they said those uh, Confederate statues are getting about it. Yeah. Well, I got another story here. Uh, NFL stars calling the league now. Now NFL stars calling the league to to condone the racism and systemic oppression. Mm-hmm. Now, wasn't Kaepernick doing this four years ago? Yeah. Now, now listen to some of these names that mm-hmm. NFL definitely ain't gonna get rid of. Why? Okay, Patrick Mahomes. Oh yeah. Quarterback and MVP of last year's Super Bowl. That's wonderful. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Saquon Barkley, running back of the Giants, bad boy, off the chain. All right. Get rid of him. Michael Thomas, wide receiver of the New Orleans Saints, the boy can catch anything. Mm-hmm. All right. Are among more than a dozen NFL stars who sent a, a passionate video message to the league about racial in- inequality. The It was a 70-second video was released on social media Thursday night and included Odell Beckman, uh, Deshaun Watson, Ezekiel Elliott, Jamal Adams, Stephon Gilmore, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. These are major, major players yeah, in the game. Heavy hitters. Out heavy hitters. Mm. Now, why wouldn't you listen to Kaepernick when he was trying to tell you all the same thing? Because they didn't amazing. want to hear it. Then. But I, I think it's the way stuff was represented. Because I, I think people just don't understand. They don't understand. That's all. Well, just going to show you going forward that even in your own presentation, mm-hmm. when you go to present, present whatever you're going to present, mm-hmm. you almost got to kick it back for a minute and say, is this cool? Do I got to put some more on this? Do I got to go harder on this? Do I got to go lighter on this? Right. Or whatever the case may be. Cause, uh, maybe that wasn't the platform to do it. You yeah, know, because well. it, was, it was just so much controversial, maybe outside of his quote-unquote job. Well, I think that, like well, the sad know, part man. about it, too, and I told you before, and I'm going to leave this alone. The reason why it's accepted now is because that situation with, 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 with George went national. Oh, yeah. And white folks are the biggest, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. they are the biggest monkey see, monkey do people on the planet. I got news for you. There's nothing original about white folks. Mm-hmm. And don't think they're the creators <laughs> of a goddamn thing. They ain't creating nothing. They will come and take the they will come and take the tomatoes off the damn vine after you done planted that shit. Okay? They ain't in the dirt planting a damn thing. They'll look and say, Oh, that's a nice tomato. Can I buy that off of you? You know, they ain't planting nothing. <laughs> they ain't planting nothing. So that's where it is right now. They just try even the NFL, Goodell came out today and said when it came to, to um Kaepernick, we were totally wrong. That was his statement, Goodell today. Wow. Well, you know what? I'm not surprised because I was about to say he said, we were I don't totally agree. wrong. I don't agree that they didn't understand. I think it was because they didn't care. Well they didn't want to. Well, I don't think they understood, but right. they didn't care. There was nothing pushing them on the other side. You know what? Y'all can now talk all that gang all you want. In the whole world, right. they're over exactly. in London talking about right. George, George Floyd. George mm-hmm. Floyd. They're in Germany talking about George Floyd. Yeah. Okay? They, they New Zealand, are, Australia, they're China, Russia. Uh-huh. They're all over the world. But you know, though, it gets to go to show you that, uh, you know, 
God's choice is amazing. I think, you know, God is the most, you know, I don't think any magician in the world, but it be. He's awesome. Well, he's going to have a lady He will always Carly. come. God will come in and, and bring to light. He was, he was swooping. The, the last thing you would expect. Who, with all the people that got killed in the past, who knew that 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 George Floyd would be the one that, yeah. that would carry the, the scale? Tip the yeah. scale all over the world. And they're still protesting right now as we speak. Oh, yeah. And all these other people. So are all over the country. Yeah, Trayvon Martin was Because you know why? People looking at that video and saw that man die before their eyes. Yeah. They saw him. And you know what his last words was, which brings tears to my eyes? I can't breathe. He not only said he said, I can't breathe, but he was respectful and said, officer. I can't breathe, officer. Not pig, right. you dirty fucking cop. Right. Get off my neck, you piece of shit, human being. He still said he was still and trying to speak respectful. Then he called yeah. for his mom. Who's deceased? Who's yeah. deceased? Mm. Who's Al deceased? Sharpton said, I think he was seeing his mom reaching out to him, telling him, come on. Right. Come on home. Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. be all right. Just come on home. So, you know, I right. tell you, we we, you know, yeah, yeah this, this, is, this is a new vibe. Ooh, yeah. This well, is a new vibe. I guess I'm going to get into an, uh, another vibe here. Yeah. It's uh, 68 DC riots. It's kind of reflecting what's going on here. Oh, okay. As protesters continue marching through the streets of D.C. demanding justice for George Floyd and other victims of police brutality, many of the events happening echo what the city went through after course, the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. The images of buildings burning, storefronts with broken glasses, police rushing the streets, mirror the fires, damage, and civil unrest D.C. saw 52 years ago. Here, history is more or less repeating itself. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's so sad that this generation, unfortunately, has to see this. Um, people were hurt after King's death and the district suffered a major blow. Riding uh, that lasted through Thursday to Saturday. This been this been riding now has been going on for what? Almost about a week, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's on day 10 now. All 10 or 11. Yeah. All over the world. The communities that were um, more affected included the U Street Corridor, 14th Street, and the H Street Corridor. It was anger. It was hurt. It was the moment of rebellion. Um, As anarchy began to settle in, we didn't have enough police to protect businesses because I remember people talking about U Street, how they didn't mess with um, Ben Shillibo and um, Mm -hmm. um, Lee's Floors. They didn't bother. That's because Miss Ali and her mm-hmm. husband came out. Mm-hmm. They were standing in front of their businesses, mm-hmm. protecting it. Right. And when the people were coming by, ready to tear up stuff, they were like, "This is black owned. Right. Don't burn us down." That's and what Lee Morris left said too. Yeah. Yep. Lee yeah. Morris too. Mm-hmm. Um, they burned up everything else. Yeah. That wasn't nailed down. Mm-hmm. Man, Newark, New Jersey too. They they still got empty lots. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Newark, but they, but they just got. H Street Corridor back on its feet probably within last, what, five to six years, yeah. maybe? Within yeah. the last three to four years. Yeah. It hasn't been that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was bad. That, that Martin Luther King murder was... Uh, yeah, so it took, what, almost 50 years to get yeah. it together? Yeah. And they were saying that Lyndon B. Johnson, he used 1,000 military troops to um, regain order, which is the same as Donald Trump. Uh, he did the same thing, so... Oh, Trumpy. <laughs> Trump, your boy. Your boy. Trump, Trump. It goes on to say the attitude on the Hill and the attitude in the White House 
was um, we can't have the symbol of the United States be attacked by its own citizens. I'm like, really? Whatever. President Johnson's reason to use military force in the district. Uh, they think it looks better to have the military attack the citizens? They think that's a better look? I know, and, and, and it's peaceful. That's, that's a crazy thing, attack. But you, but you you start, you know, unresting people when you bring out military. Like, okay, what y'all going to do now? We're going to do something to, to make them have it. Mm-hmm. So people can make notice or pay attention to what was going on. Yeah, but it's um, interesting how how much they're parallel. Yeah, it's scary. But let me do a story on my main store, Walmart, where everything goes down. Mm-hmm. That's my spot. That's the spot. I, huh? I go in there. People? My people. I go okay. in there. I sit in some. I sit in Subway, order me a tuna sandwich, and just people watch for a couple of hours. <laughs> oh yeah. Watch oh, all that's this. your hobby. Okay. You got people. <laughs> you got people in Walmart that when you look at the people and what they're wearing when they come in Walmart. You got people that come to Walmart from anything from a scuba diver suit <laughs> to a bathing suit to pajamas. <laughs> you see everything at Walmart. Pajamas. <laughs> You're right. I know, that's my people, too. <laughs> it's a freak show up in Walmart. But what you got on just Walmart? Just sit there and just watch. Anyway, Walmart, one of the nation's largest retailers, is pulling guns and ammunition from their stores amidst uh, protests over the death of uh, George Floyd. Like I said, George Floyd has become the guide iron. You know, the guide iron, you know, I was in the Navy, when you march, the person carries the flag in the front. It's called a guide iron. Right. Anyway, as a as a uh, responsible seller of hunting and sporting firearms, Walmart says, and I quote, we have temporarily removed firearms and ammunition oh, from cool. the sales floor and, and mm-hmm. some stores out of the abundancy of caution a Walmart spokesman told Business Insider, which is a magazine. Mm-hmm. Okay, those items are available for purchase but are being stored in a secured room. Okay? <laughs> Customers can still purchase <laughs> these. They're just going to lock them up. Well, they just <laughs> yeah. put, they're not putting them out in the open. In the open. Right. Customers can still purchase the items, but they will not be publicly displayed. All right. They don't want them looting, I guess. You know. Floyd. Okay, a 46-year-old man from Minnesota died last week after a policeman kneeled on his neck for for nine minutes. The death led to the arrest of the police officer involved in sparking protests all over the world. And this is why Walmart made the decision to do that. Walmart did not identify the did not identify the stores where the guns were being removed. For their own confidentiality, but Wait, last year, <laughs> okay, and also as as another level of good faith, last year the chain also barred shoppers from openly carrying firearms okay. and shopping in the store. They say that whether you have a permit for that gun or not, you will not wear a gun walking around the Walmart store. I know, that's right. Go ahead, so, Walmart. Hello, that's my people. That's, that's okay. my people. Like I said, <laughs> you will see everything from a bathing suit to a scuba diver suit in there. You'll see a, a Navy SEAL suit in there. That's a live animal. Walmart is off the chain, man. I'm well, telling you. I want to wrap up the hit it and quit it on a high note. Okay. okay. Ferguson, Missouri. City Council member Ella Jones was elected as the first African-American mayor of Ferguson. Woo! 
Michael Brown. Yes, history making election. It says a lot about the people. The people made the choice and they chose Mm -hmm. me, and I'm willing to do the work, said Jones. Okay. She's also the first woman to be elected mayor of Ferguson. Ferguson They've had a bunch of white men. Now we got a woman and it's a black woman. That town when Michael Brown when Michael Brown was killed, that town was horrible. I'm thinking Ferguson was it was a water issue, but that was uh, no, that that's was, Flint. That's Flint. Flint. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's so many issues. Uh, so many issues. Yeah. It, yeah. So she used to serve as a council member for Ward One for the last last five years. Mm-hmm. Then she ran for office in the wake of the killing of Michael Brown and all the yeah, Michael Brown that followed. Michael Brown. She was sworn in in 2015. And then according to her biography, she has lived in Ferguson for more than 40 years, mm-hmm. graduated from the University of Missouri-St. Louis, and this past weekend, the Ferguson police chief marched with protesters before the, the rioters got violent and shot fireworks and threw rocks, hurting seven police officers. But among Jones' priorities, why was that in the story? <laughs> anyway, yeah. among Jones' priorities is helping to find financial help for repairs at uh, for businesses that were damaged by violent protesters. Yeah, she said she also wants every resident to be tested for COVID-19. All right. In the next 90 days, I want to do a town hall so that everybody in Ferguson will know the state of Ferguson and not just a select few. So she succeeds James Knowles, who served three terms as mayor, um, but he didn't run again because of term limits. Well, I just hope that she would just just help her black people in that town and stop trying to be so politically correct, you know. Don't she sound like yeah. yeah, but she's talking about stuff that's, you know, but I then, mean, too, that's cool. You, you know, you have to be, yeah, but I'm not giving her a pass. I'm sorry. I'm no, going to keep you in your ass. No, but I'm saying you can't just be like, yeah, but like, you, like yes, Obama you can. was like yes, all black can. people. Well, well, no, well, well, why not? Well, white here. people are all white people, so what's the difference? What does it matter? Because we they, have they to they step up the problem. Yeah, but why, why, are we, why are we concerned about that? When we already getting kicked in our ass, why are we concerned about that? Because if she ever wants see, to that's serve how, a second see, when we, term, when we talk with that, that stuff but when we talk with that passive disposition, who gives a shit about a second term? You just got there. Right. I mean, if I gotta go, so, I mean, you gotta have to hey, be able to take if time. If I gotta go, if I gotta go, take another done. shit, I will drop my drawers and shit again. Okay. But when I'm done shitting, I wipe my ass and get off the toilet. I can't be concerned about a second term. Why am I worried about okay. that? You just got I'm just there. That Make some a statement. Take time. Make a statement. See, see you know what? You know what? Stuff. See, here we go. You can't you know do what? it all. You know what? Let me like, tell you something. Like this, Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about that passive disposition. It's That's what this. got us in the position we are in now. You know what? Do me a favor. You got to go, lay the groundwork. You know what? To get go sing done. Sweet Low Sweet Chariot Kumbaya somewhere else. We ain't got time kumbaya. to sing that crap no more. I'm just saying that some things do take time okay, all right, to well, accomplish. Yeah. You take can't time. go in there like a bull yeah. in the It's a time to get a black woman in there. Say, I'm here to save the black you know woman what? from Ferguson. <laughs> yeah. And I don't care about nobody else. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Because then you don't get White folks have been doing it for 400 years. the question? Because then you get no cooperation yeah, see, from the city you council. You, you don't get cooperation from any of the other Why do you groups? care about that? Because you got to work with all those people. You know you what? You can't do it all by you yourself. You know what? Yeah, you know what? Let me you tell you something. You can't accomplish anything You can drive a car. You yourself. can drive a car with a check engine light on. You really can. How Although is that it's bad. 
Because I'm, about I'm just saying, accomplishing something. The check engine you like let you know something's wrong with the car. You gotta work with people. You can't you just know go what? in there like you the big bad wolf. You gonna you know blow what? everything down. All right, let me. Just, we gonna we gonna we gonna take a we gonna take a break. Great. Yeah, but I just want to say <laughs> so to our listening room. audience, to our listening <laughs> audience, <laughs> to our listening audience out there, to our listening audience, to our listening audience out there. Let me say one thing to our listening audience. See, red wine, you know, she's cool, and we pay her a decent dollar here. But what I'm saying is that that passive disposition—it's not passive. That passive That's disposition is going to keep you in it the gutter. It is not passive. We are always so nice as black people. We always want to be so damn Who's nice. Who's nice? I just we said that's how you so get things nice. done. No, that's how we get kicked in our ass. That's why I wear a jock strap and a jock block in front of my stuff because like, people are kicking me in my... Because you somebody to kick you in the crotch. Yeah, they do. But if you go in they there do. and act like you want to work with everybody, they won't kick you in but the crotch. But you don't know these people. You're the new to HNIC we'll now. we right back after You're the this ball. break. Anyway. <laughs> You're listening to the Pajama Party Show. We'll Lord, be right back. Mercy. Hey, this is Papa Didi. Join me on Friday night live at the Pajama Party adult online radio talk show. And don't miss my segment called Living for the City and What's Poppin'. Hey, and, and join me. This is Red Wine with the Long Long Stem. And I've got the hot topics in my commentary called I'm Just Saying. And don't forget the cocktail of the week for me, Shadow with the Yellow Top. I got the Hollywood wrap up along with Weird News. And don't forget, we've got the Kisser List. That's where the people get on our last nerves and you want us to call them out. So join us on Blog Talk Radio for the Pajama Party. Every Friday night at 9 p.m. on the East Coast and 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Go to apajamaparty.com to listen online or follow us on Twitter at apajamaparty. Call us live, 914-803-4306. And don't forget to press 1. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, what happened to the snack tray or the bartender? Does he want to see my slippers? I'll call the room service. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Ooh, Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Thanks, my darling. All right. Woo. Yeah, we were, before we left, we were talking about Red Wine. It's oh, just passive. Like, that's in the past. So, uh, oh, we still have you know to what? be. We're not going to be nice. We, Papa we Didi, can we move forward? <laughs> can we move forward, please? <laughs> we have to be nice. It appears Papa Didi's ears are stuck. Well, in honor of um, our cocktail of the week. Which is called the Desert Pear Delight. Uh, Red Wine wanted to honor someone. Mm-hmm. Yes, we would like to honor a friend of the show, Lynette Tichelle. Mm. She has a birthday coming up really? on tomorrow. Okay. So we just want to say to her a very, very happy birthday. We just want her to know that uh, we appreciate her and congratulations to her. And the team of Pump for uh, Pump, what the show that they've been working on. You can see it on. You can see it on Urban TV. Urban, wait a minute, Urban Six TV. So be sure to check out Pump and check out our girl Lynette. She plays Shamika. Uh. Papa Didi is killing birthday. <laughs> okay, well, let me do So, that. anyway, yes, so coffee. happy birthday. Shout out to our girl, Lynette. Yeah. And, and many more. 
right, in honor of your birthday, we have something called the Desert Pear Delight. Mm-hmm. Oh, what mm-hmm. you got for us, Kettle? Well, it is my namesake, wow. Kettle One Citron. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Two and a half ounces, or if you like a little more, you can do three. Mm-hmm. Four ounces. Two and a half yeah, ounces yeah. of uh, Kettle One Citron. Uh, half an ounce of the Desert Pear Flavored Syrup, which is delicious with it. Mm-hmm. And three ounces of um, orange juice to top it off. So we shake all those ingredients and put it into a you put it into a rock glass. Uh, with plenty of whatever ice. kind of glass. Mm. <laughs> a rock glass and with plenty of ice. Mm. And uh, I would say garnish it with um, either a orange or a lime. Yeah, or a lemon. Mm-hmm. That would be good with this lemon citron. Uh, lemon three uh, mm. citron. What is it? Called? Lemon citron. Oh, it is citron. Okay. Kettle one. Mm-hmm. Kettle one lemon citron. Yeah, this is really tasty. I like this kettle. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, we need to get another round <laughs> of the next commercial break. Okay. We need to get a sponsor in here when we need. <laughs> but Mr. Lowe not here. I know. Where's Mr. Lowe? Thanks to coronavirus, we don't have our <laughs> resident bartender, mm-hmm. Mr. Lowe, in the house. But anyway, right. Cocktail of the Week is sponsored by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Thank you so very much for that. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. We're going to move on to Papa Diddy. Hopefully he'll be more rational now. See that? <laughs> See that? That's the difference in in our black community is that people that are being real are called irrational. We're called off the chain. We're called radical. And all we're trying to do is get it done now. Oh, is you know? that like when you call people passive? See, here we go. Just asking. I thought we had it's time this. for what's popping. What's popping, Papa Diddy? What's popping oh. is that this is my segment, and I really like to be quiet on the on my peripheral left and my peripheral right. Quiet on the set. So All right. if if the floor is yours. So if Kettle and Red Wine could go get some coffee or something from the cafeteria, that'd be cool. That way I can have the mic to myself. Anyway, let's first talk about this guy. What's his name? Anthony Brennan. Mm-hmm. Anthony Brennan. Anthony Brennan was a gentleman they finally caught. This man was in an area of uh, a suburb of suburbs of D.C. Uh, it's called uh, Bethesda. These kids were giving out flyers that said Black Lives Matter. Now, they were on this trail. Now, white folks got these little trails in their little neighborhood. They love their trails. They can walk their dogs and ride their bikes and act like their life is so... It's amazing how white folks think that the air they breathe in their fucking neighborhoods... It, it, it's just so much better. It's precious. It's almost like it's coming out of an oxygen tank. We breathe the air to come from God Himself, but the air they breathe comes out of God's oxygen tank. What's some crazy thinking motherfuckers? Anyway, anyway, let me get back to the story. Let me tell you this now. This guy, they finally identified this guy. These two kids, children now, were giving out flyers that said Black Lives Matter while they were protesting in this area, and they were walking down the trail, and they were putting these flyers on the wall. This man came in his bicycle. Now, he's an ex-cop, 60 years old, mm-hmm. ex-police officer, captain. He grabbed the lady's arm. The little girl had tape wrapped around her arm, because, you know, kids are creative. Right. So she had tape on her arm. He snatched the tape off her arm, grabbed the flyers, and the person that was filming, he rammed his bike into her, and these were all three children. This white guy was so mad that they was on the trail putting up letters saying Black Lives Matter. He just went off. It would go to show you that even in the midst of all the George Floyd stuff going on, all the stuff going on in the world, there's still white folks that don't give a crap 
about what's happening. They still being who they are, racist MFers to the core, and don't care. They think that this a piece of this world actually belongs to them. The only thing that belongs to you in this world is what you paying rent or fucking mortgage on. Everything else don't belong to your ass. Okay, you own the property in front of your house, but you don't own the street. I got you ain't own that big ass tree that maybe in front of your house. Front of your house, but you don't really own it. It's up to you to groom it because it's on your property. But I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, it, it's just it's unbelievable how, like I said, two things that I say about white folks, and you know who you are. Two things: your ass is monkey see, monkey do for one, and you feel like the one that got the most toys wins. The one on your block that got the best car, the trophy ass wife. The nicest house wins. I'm sure you would let the one that got that big ass house and big car owns a pizza shop. You would just allow, allow him to fuck your wife. That's how insecure you are. He could just run bone all up in your wife because that's how insecure you are. I mean, it's a strange ass fucking group of people. And they look at us like we're fucking from Mars or some goddamn where you motherfuckers are the ones that are crazy. Y'all think, like I said, monkey see, monkey do. Now, anyway, another thing, and it's here, and it, it, we have to understand that, and I was talking to Red Wine about this earlier, we got to stop, you know, our mothers and fathers, I said this last week, our parents have given us so much love, that this who we are, but we have to learn how to distribute our love. Stop walking around like you love everybody, because everybody don't love you. When you go in an environment, the first thing you want to do is scope out the environment. See what not that environment is user-friendly for you. If they're looking at you like you're some kind of alien, then fuck them. That's how you come back at them. But you don't do it out loud. Do it internally. Do it internally. Don't, don't, don't flex. Because as a black person, whenever you freak out, they're going to call you the angry black person. Police going to come and your ass might be dead. That's the end result of the police come. Whenever somebody called the police on you, and we saw last week with the white woman in Central Park with the black man, remember she literally said, I'm being attacked by this black man. This black man's attacking me. He's attacking me. He wasn't doing nothing. He was out there bird watching. Why do white folks think that we can't bird watch? Why do you think we cannot be, uh, uh, you know, hold a culture type people? They just think that we project this one image that we're just so aggressively Whatever we are, whatever your parents, your grandmama told you about black people over the last 400 years, that's what you think we are. You don't even know who we are. You got your preconceived notion, unless we're Michael Jordan or LeBron James, you think we all go home to the project. We can work with white folks every day. I swear, they sure when we leave a job, we go home. They think we're going back to, as the news media said, we're going back to the black neighborhood or the black community. Shit, I'm going to the fucking suburbs just like you, just in another place, you know? And I'm blending with people that look like you and everybody else. But you guys drive an hour and 45 minutes to get to work because you got to go out to that little area called, what is it, Bud Lake or, you know, uh, Bud Buckley. Oh, I live in, I'm just, the people say Southern Maryland. What the hell does Southern Maryland mean? That means I'm way on the other side of black folks. And there's a code, too, the white folks carry all the time that says quiet. Oh, how's it out there? You moved a new house. Uh, that's a little far, ain't it? Yeah, well, it's quiet. 
quiet means no Negroes. Mm-hmm. Whenever you talk to people, they say, oh, how's it out there? Oh, it's quiet. Mm-hmm. Quiet means, or somebody say, it's very quiet. That means no Negroes at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, the word quiet is a code, like a dog whistle. Mm-hmm. When somebody says quiet, they mean no Negroes. You know, where I had, I had a, I had a property in Jersey, and I had some white folks that moved from next door to me. They moved over to an area called Hamilton, New Jersey, which is more suburban. The property value is a little higher. And I, I saw them. They came to get some mail that left at their old house. They lived next door to me. I said, hey, hey, Lucy, how you doing? How you been? How's everything in Hamilton? And she said the exact fucking code. She didn't know I knew it. Oh, it's quiet. I said, he's just a bitch. So you moved from my ass because you wanted to, to be away from me. I thought we was friends. I watch your house. I pick up your fucking mail. Okay? I mean, I did everything I could to satisfy all your stuff, to keep you in perspective, and you move my ass if you want to be around your own wife. Like I said, just watch yourself out there in society, okay? Because as black folks, you're marked people. People already have preconceived notions about you. And just just be cool. Scope their asses. Remember two things about them. They're monkey-see, monkey-do people. They, they want to stay on the right side of white, Okay? And they always feel like the one that got the most toys wins. Whenever you go to a court, if you become, a, you get picked for a jury, and I'm gonna, leave, I'm gonna go after this from my segment. You go to a jury, and all you like, say you're on jury duty. The white guy in there who owns the pizza shop, or owns the this, or the hardware store, he's the manager of Ace Hardware. Whoever got the most popular, oh, let's make Jim the the, the jury foreman. He owns the pizza shop. Ba, 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 ba. You know, just because you're on a pizza, what the fuck, that makes him smart? You know what I mean? What the hell? And, and they all go along, like, yeah, Jim, I get pizza from this place all the time. The pizza's great. The steaks are great. The hoagies are great. I mean, you know what I mean? The, the most warped-thinking motherfuckers on the planet. Don't follow that shit. Please. Use your own thinking. Use your own metabolism that was embalmed in you. Stop following their lead, man. Please, you'll be fucking crazy. I'm going to leave you alone with that. All right. Anyway, Lord have mercy on my soul. How many chickens have I sold? It's time to supposed to lighten it up a little bit. Mm, yeah, let's lighten it up. Oh, yeah. They always say that. Lighten it up. <laughs> yep, going to do it. Going to do it. Yeah, yeah sad, we got sad, the weird sad. news for you. Well, yes. that man's going to be on the kissing list. His name is Anthony Brennan. Yeah, he abused three children that was given out black matter. He snatched signs from him. Pulled the video. Yeah, they were young. It was in Bethesda, Maryland. They were young. They just, they, he, he abused them. He was on his bike with his little tight-ass little Speedos and his little, yeah, looking his like little a little. biker story. Mm-hmm, looking like a little. We ain't going to go there. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, put him on the list. She got over the weird one. All right, I got, um, let me see, weird news. Okay, electrical fluctuations. This is out of uh, Wailuku, Hawaii. The electric company and the coronavirus are responsible for Hawaii residents moving into the future faster than other Americans. Unprecedented declines in energy use and power generation during the pandemic created a slight electrical frequency disruption According to the Maui News, the deviation resulted in several reports of electric clocks running fast in Maui. Um, the, uh, the person with the electric company went on to explain about how the electric grids 
run on a frequency of 60 hertz and with the variations and somehow coronavirus and the lack of electric being consumed because of people, you know, being quarantined. And I guess all of that somehow came together. And they said that this included a digital clocks, ovens, microwaves, all of that. They said that it just caused, for whatever reason, caused the clocks to all start running fast. So everybody in Hawaii, they were on time going further in the future than everybody else. Their clocks were just going faster. Wow. So, yeah, it's pretty weird. So, yeah, it had to do with the grid and the way all of that just, I don't know, weird. Interesting. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Uh, Let me see. Uh, Okay, mine, I got a man, um, let's see. Faked his wife disappearance. What? So she can avoid prison. Okay. You know what? <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, red wine and kettle, right? I go on I go on my segment so radical. Oh. They didn't give me this stuff well, to read. Why we say we lighten it they up. They lighten it up so but what's they, the story, Paul? they neutralize me with uh, you know, political correctness here. Okay, this happened in Grandview, West Virginia. So you know it's gotta be some crazy shit. Okay, a West Virginia woman and her husband faked her disappearance by pretending that she uh, plummeted from an overlook as part of a scheme to keep her out of having to go to prison, as already said, okay? Her name was Julie Wheeler. Her husband's name was Rodney Wheeler, okay? They They were arrested Tuesday on multiple charges, including conspiracy and giving false information to the West Virginia State Police. Said that Julie Wheeler was reportedly missing Sunday by her husband, and her 17-year-old son, they went to the cops and said, you know, mom's gone, missing, well, okay? son was in on it, too. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. What are you going to do? Monkey see, monkey do shit. Anyway, the family claimed that Julie Willie had fallen from a main overlook, you know, which is like a scenic thing. Mm-hmm. She fell from a main overlook. Apparently, it must have been water or some shit. Being able to find that ass. It had to be. Oh, she fell into a black hole. <laughs> right, had to be the hole of water. If it was land, they would have found a splattered ass at the bottom of the joint. But anyway, they couldn't find it. So hopefully, they said that she fell from an overlook that was over water. Anyway, the family claimed that Julie Willie had fallen from a main overlook at the uh, New River, yeah, New River Gore National River. Okay, there it is. There it is. I was right. Now, I didn't read this in advance either. It was a National Park Service ranger, a guy named uh, Lipinski said. Authorities searched for Julie Willis' body for days, but found her Tuesday alive and well, hiding in a closet in her home. What? Okay. (laughs) Now, now. This heifer was hiding in the closet? Julie was due to go to prison because of something she did. She had a three-year sentence. So the son and the husband claimed she fell off a cliff into the river. Now the cops got a search warrant to go in the house, and maybe she fucking sneezed or farted or something. (laughs) They heard some shit come from the closet, and now comes Julie. (laughs) And the cop looked and said, what the fuck? You lying bastard. Anyway, so criminal complaints from uh, Rodney Wheeler and her son, well, they're they're all now. They're going to be charged from aiding the aiding and abetting. Mm-hmm. Back to that again. And 
you know, Julie Wheeler w- was taken off the jail oh, to serve God. her two years as uh, originally sentenced in this They should give her case. another year. For they, they should. They should. Damn, how are you just going to kill your mom like that? Oh, boy. She fell in the river. She's fucking dead. And then but that you means think, they had to be emotional But, but my question, it. too, is why wouldn't she go somewhere and hide out for what? She going to go in the closet in the house? Damn, bitch, get in the car and drive somewhere. Go check into a motel. A motel or something. This girl ain't need a fucking property. Cheap ass. Lord have mercy. My goodness, my goodness. What's this? This is Granville, West Virginia. Don't go there. Don't go there. Mm, mm, Okay, mm. well, we're going uh, on East Coast. Vermont. Lord have mercy. Vermont. All right. What have we got in Vermont? Never heard of this. Poundell, Vermont. Man charged with assault after thrown pickle. A what? Thrown pickle. A Massachusetts man is facing assault charge after he allegedly threw a large pickle from a moving vehicle that hit a Vermont highway worker. What? The incident occurred just before 6 p.m. Monday on U.S. Route 7 in Pownell near the border crossing in Massachusetts. A passenger in a southbound vehicle threw an object, later determined to be a large pickle. It hit the highway worker and caused him pain. Are you serious? Agencies of uh, transportation officials provided a description of the vehicle to to police, which led officers to the suspect with the help of the uh, uh, Williamstown, Massachusetts Police Department. His name, they got his name, Christopher. Oh, Lord, what kind of name is this? Herman Dorfer, 34, of of Williamstown, was cited to appear in court in Bennington next month to answer to a charge of simple assault. It was simple. Phone (laughs) messages were left as phone numbers listed for this guy. It was not immediately known if um, he was being... Hold it, hold it. What the hell is that shit? Oh, my goodness. A man got hit by a pickle. How in the world is that going to hurt? That must have been a huge pickle. Yeah, must have been. Like the size of a brick. But those kind, those pickles that are in the bag, they're pretty nice size. They're pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, you what do you say? <laughs> no, but I mean, I don't understand. They're going to get them on a salt. That just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, okay. No, that's why it's the weird news. Mm-hmm. I, I have nothing else to say. There you go. Oh, boy. Okay. We're going to keep moving to your segment. Uh, yep, let's keep it moving. All right, I'm just saying we're red oh. wine. Oh, my goodness. You're going to talk about nobody likes a blocker. Yeah, that's nobody it. likes a blocker. Yeah, I guess a blocker. Come on with it. Uh, people, well, I won't use that other term. Oh. Yeah, blockers. Okay. So, um... On Thursday, yesterday, the anti-lynching bill was close to being passed in the Congress. And it's taken a long time to get this bill through the House. But the bill, sponsored by Senator Kamala Harris and Senator Cory Booker, finally got through the House and then made it to the Senate. And then right when it looked like the bill was going to go through, and we're talking about an anti-lynching bill, right when it looked like the bill was going to go through... Uh, 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 to be recognized as a federal crime, 
which would carry, of course, a different level of penalties than a regular crime. Here comes a blocker. Senator Rand Paul. Oh, that bammer from the state of Kentucky stood up and became a blocker. Hmm. I'm just saying, nobody likes a blocker, Rand Paul. Hmm. Now, Rand Paul claims that the anti-lynching bill was too broad in scope, Hmm. which Senators Harris and Booker vehemently disagreed. Now, if this bill had cleared the Senate yesterday, it would have moved on on the same day that our brother George Floyd's funeral service was held in Minneapolis. But Ron, Rand Paul decided to be a blocker. So now Rand Paul thinks that he has a better understanding of what lynching is than the black senators who sponsored the bill. So just let that sink in. Now Rand Paul thinks that simple assaults, based on the language in the current bill, a simple assault, he thinks that that could be classified as lynching. Like you hit somebody or you slap somebody, that that could be classified as a lynching because he thinks that the wording is just too broad. So he wants to have some additional word changes and all of that. But the problem is that if you start making changes to it, it's got to start all over on its path to get approved. Go back to the representatives, then come back to the Senate. This could take probably another year or better. And that's if it it gets kind of what they call fast track. Mm -hmm. All because he wanted to be a blocker. Now, I'm just trying to understand, like, I I don't know what his objective was, why he felt like he just couldn't just let it go. We all know what it is. Apparently, he doesn't know what lynching really means. But surely, Rand Paul doesn't want us to believe that in all his alleged infinite wisdom and intelligence, that he's the only senator who determined that people would uh, get confused with a slap or a bruise and think that that could be called a lynching. I think it stands to reason that black folks know the damn difference. So if you're not sure, go down to the National Memorial for Peace and Justice in Montgomery, Alabama, and you can see that lynching memorial that was put together where you can see what racial terror and lynching looks like. Nobody down there that you see on, uh, in that memorial was slapped or bruised or pushed or anything else that that simpleton Rand Paul thinks. Now, if you don't know what lynching is, go down there in, uh, to that museum in Montgomery. And that should give him the education necessary on the topic. And modern-day lynching just uses new tactics, but it's lynching just the same. So shame on you, Rand Paul, for being the obstacle of progress, but your day is coming. There's a thing called power of the vote, and you better hope it goes in your favor. This is Rand Wine, and I'm just saying, nobody likes a blocker. And you, Senator Rand Paul, are the worst kind. Mm-hmm. What is damn Jerry Curl? Yeah, with that fake Jerry Curl. He makes me feel. He needs to look up the definition of No, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm like, what are you I talking think, about? It's too broad. I think it goes deeper than that. First of all, a lot of these people know what their grandparents have done in their life. Mm-hmm. So they can't really initiate anything that they know their grandfather or their own family would be guilty of. 
So they got to protect their interests. That's what they're doing. They're protect. You know, the stuff that people do to protect their name or their family, he know what his family did, he know what his grandparents did. That's interesting you said that because the um, going back to the statue that they're going to take down in Richmond, mm-hmm. Robert E. Lee, his grandson is a priest, and he said it's wrong. Yeah, he said take it down. Yeah. Take it down. He said what it stands for. But don't think, right. don't think when they take that down that it's not going to cause no uh, the, oh, the sure. flag. Sure, sure. And you know well, nothing too. Another thing too that, that I wanted to put out there. I mean, we uh, where where are we at? Are we on a? We're up to yours. Up to my, okay, the yeah, I'm rolling to this. I'm Come just on, two, two minutes. Thing uh-huh. we got to realize this is here. When we see people that are knocking down what we say immediately, that's called hijacking. Okay, when you get on an airplane to go somewhere. And somebody hijack. It used to be hijack your plane to Cuba. Remember back in the day, people, yeah. People that are old enough, they know that when you hijack a plane to Cuba, yeah, they go to Cuba. They go to Cuba because Cuba had its own little situation going on there. But hijacking a situation will mean that it's going to divert your mind completely, you know. And that's what Rand Paul did with this whole thing with the lynching. Mm-hmm. He hijacked it because he knew people it would affect. It will, pe- it will affect people like uh, who was that old guy that was in the, in the, in the Senate, uh, Thorne, Strong Thurmond. Oh yeah. All them people. These people are fam- from families that see. The sad part about it is that people come, they get elected in Montana, and they come to Washington D.C. They represent Washington D.C. And they're from Montana. They see all these milk and honey going on in, in D.C. and Maryland. They love it. They bring their families here. A lot of them don't even go back to Montana. Mm-hmm. And that's why Mayor Bowser got it so bad now because he's surrounded by so many people that aren't even from here but love it here, and they want to hijack it. They mm-hmm. hijack it with justification, yep. you know, and they hijack it. D.C. has changed so much over the last 30 years, it's not even funny. Mm-hmm. People that are from D.C. originally don't even recognize the joint no more. Mm-hmm. And it's a damn shame, you know, but... uh. Everybody's always trying to protect their interests. That's why when I was telling Red Wine earlier, I wasn't talking radical. But if you're going to be the first of anything, then change is expected. If you're going to be a black boss on a job, you're expected to do for your black people. If you don't, then hell, why are you there? You ain't got to do it so obvious, but do it inadvertently. Do it like they do it. Learn from their asses. But don't sit back and watch them hire 16 people, and you've been here two years, you ain't hired two black people, and the person that you won the job from, they done put 25 jokers in place. You know what I'm saying? When you going to wait to put at least 13 in place? You ain't going to be there for four years. What you waiting on? Mm-hmm. You know, because everybody needs their income to be built in some respect. Somehow, if you're in a position to do it, then do it. Worry about the complaints when they come along, and then you'll say, well, wait a minute, how are you going to do me when the guy that I beat in the election, Johnson, I know 25 people over there that he hired. I know him name by name. That he just, you know, so stop. We we got to stop waiting. Well, we need to wait for, I don't want to talk like red wine, but you know how she was. We need to wait for the wait for the until we're allowed to. We, we, no, it's not about that no more. Just do, you know? And and like you said earlier, Redwine, with this whole situation with Rand Paul and all that, who is Rand Paul? 
Who is he? What does he stand for? What is he worth? Half the people in, in Congress and they're, they they like like the the movie with um, Eddie Murphy. Vote for the name you know. The name you know, right? Remember the name you know. People vote for the name. And how the hell is Mitch McConnell in there so long? Damn, Kentucky must be some old-fashioned, old-ass people to keep putting his old ass in there every year. Yeah. What the hell? How the hell does Mitch McConnell with his old ass get in there every damn and they in there for six years? Mm-hmm. Now, he's up with this little young girl, this young white girl now. Yeah. But Mitch McConnell don't care because he Trump does suck the world out of $5 billion for the, for the, for the, uh, the wall. So he done sucked that money. He done gave it to Mitch. Everybody been backing him is still around, cause Trump done lost a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Mitch, the guy from the the, the Treasury people, what's the name? The Treasury guy. The current one. Current, yeah, current Treasury Mnuchin? Secretary. That's his name. Yeah, Mnuchin. Right, that's that's Trump's boy. He follows Trump everywhere. He might as well put a leash. Bar too. Bar. Bar. Yeah. Attorney General. But when they Shanghai the world, just like when they send a trillion dollars out for that stimulus package. If you're going to send a trillion dollars out to the world, you sent $4 million to the Lakers. How the hell did the Lakers gave it back? How the hell did the Lakers get $4 million? How the hell did all those other corporations get Other corporations. What's that one called? Shaker Shack or something? Shake Shack. Shake Shack. They got $4 million. The guy said, I'm going to give it back. We're making money. We are. Right. But you're giving people four fat. You, if you've got a trillion dollars, that's enough for everybody to get five grand. Money through the crack. Trump done made his money. Yeah. He done sucked the world out of money. He Trump do not need to win right now. He don't care about winning. I mean, you have to look at the big picture. Like my man Joe Madison says on on uh, Urban View, listen with the third ear and see with the third eye. Stop thinking something so obvious because it's not. You know, I'm just saying, man. I you know, I'm just so blessed that I have a mindset that's not like red wines. You know. Oh, how you doing, Red Wine? Put Papa Didi on a kiss at least. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I just, I think things out, you know, stronger. You know, I I, just, I don't trust them jokers, man. Yeah. You know, so anyway, yeah, just, I'm going to move on because we're short on time. And uh, we're going to lighten it up. So. Kettle with the Hollywood wrap up. I'm going to take a break. You want to go straight to the West Coast? We we, we can go over here to the West Coast. Yeah, let's keep rolling. What's going on? All right, both. We'll keep rolling. All right, what's happening on the West Coast in La La Land Entertainment News? Right. What you got for us, Kev? Jay-Z's Rock Nation is taking out a full-page ad dedicated to George Floyd and pushed for racial justice after his death in police custody. Uh, Team Rock, the company's uh, social um, justice arm, posted the ad on the social media pages, and it's also appearing in many major newspapers and magazines this week. All right. The ad reprints a passage from a speech. We just talked about the 68 riots. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. gave after the Bloody Sunday Civil Rights March in Selma, Alabama, in March 65, a stirring call for action that he echoed in later speeches. So it's a full-page ad. Um, but I, I still haven't heard him, um, you know, donating any money yet. But, I mean, I guess he's trying to send a message, you know. Um, also, you know, his, his wife, Beyonce, tells fans to remain focused and um, call for justice. Um, so I guess, you know. Yeah, I saw her little milk toast message. Okay. <laughs> You you hating on me, Alvin? I hate it. <laughs> it was a little milk toast message. 
Okay. It was um, cute, but it was like, yeah. I, I think. I think oh, so you see what I'm saying now, Red Wine? <laughs> I, I'm not going there. Anyway, well, I, I think some entertainers need to put the, you know, the money with a mouth. Like Tyler Perry. Well, uh, yes, he has. That's my main man. Yeah, he gave the um his jet to um. Him and Madea. Yeah, our, our boy Al. To get where he got to go. Oh, yeah. Also, Michael Jordan. I like, he donates $100 million to um, racial equality. Damn, that Negro got some money. Tell me about it. He does and a fine-ass white woman, too. Lord, have mercy. I'm not going to touch that. Make a living large. Uh, money and a white woman. Damn. Also, um, Halle Berry has gotten on the bandwagon. That's true, girl. Who's that? Halle Berry is encouraging followers Damn. to donate to this 81-year-old man who, um, whose store was burned down in the L.A. Um, protest wow. last week. Immigrant business owner Ned Haranimia um, not only lost his store in the um, protest, he also had his recently deceased wife's jewelry stolen. Oh, man. So I'm like, come on, y'all. Really? So I guess but that ain't always the people that. It could be the Klan doing that. Yeah, it could be. Because Klan was pulled over the other day with Molly Tock cocktails in their car. Aryan Nation people. Mm. So they, they throw the bombs and they blame it on the black people. Right. That's so like I, I said, it could I be six of one half or the other, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, also, um, for your fans of um, Law and Order, they're going to, you know, a lot of times they use a lot of the uh, things that are ripped from the um, pages uh-huh. of the news that mm-hmm. um, things, different things are going on. They're going to yeah. um, um, talk about the coronavirus outbreak in, in New York City. Uh, and also, um, the new season will feature the uh, return of Elliot Stabler. Hey, Elliot. Um, check this out. Who will lead a new Law & Order spinoff. Oh, my gosh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I was excited. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, the guy, uh, the uh, creator, Dick Wolf, they said he fired a writer for controversial comments about the protests in LA. He oh. says, I'm not I will not tolerate this conduct, especially during our 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 hour of national grief. I am yeah. terminating Craig he we called his name uh, Craig Gore. I'm gonna put him oh. on the kitchen list. What's his name? Yeah, Craig you. Gore? Yep, Craig Gore. All right, I got him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Dick Wolf. Yeah. That's a bad... And the other guy, Leonard Goldboom. That's a bad mamma jamma. Yeah, and the other dude, too, Leonard uh, Goldboom, Goldberg. Mm -hmm. Leonard Goldberg and Nick Wolf. Mm -hmm. Well, they're unbelievable producers. Um, Also, um, what's his name? Michael um, Bruckenham. Jerry Bruckenham. Jerry Bruckenham. Yeah, that's a bad boy, too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's good. People have to put, you know, these celebrities have to put their money where their mouth is. And I'm quite sure that um, little short man, he's doing something too, because he was there with um, uh, what short man? Kevin Hart. Oh. Kevin Hart was I'm there. I'm thinking with Danny DeVito. Uh, I was like, which one? Kevin Hart was there with uh, Ludacris. Okay. He's on the uh, front uh, front line, so I'm quite sure he's doing some things. And Haddish, she was there also. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, had a whole band of us came in. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, Tyrese was there. Oh, okay. I didn't see him. Yeah, but that's yeah, that was good. That was real, some real mm-hmm. good support. Matter of fact, they're gonna have two or three other funerals. North Carolina. Yeah. It's one in Texas. Houston, I know. Come right. on. That's where they're gonna be buried. Right. Because I think that's where he, he he's was from. Yeah. From right. Mm-hmm. But they're gonna do the family funerals in North Carolina. Right. That's where his family's from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. That's my Hollywood wrap up.
Your sister right. lives there. Thank you so much. That was good. All right. So we're going to move on to the kissy list. Yep. Break it down, Pop. This is uh, everybody who showed their butt hiney over the last week. And there's a lot of people. Put Rand Paul in there and his jerry curl. Oh, yeah. Put him on first. Got to get him. All right. I'm going to buy him some worlds of curls from the Bonner Brothers. Rand Paul. Rand Paul. Yeah, you're on the kiss at least. Put, put Roger Goodell, who's the commissioner of, of uh, NFL, who finally told me that I understand what Kaepernick met when he was kneeling. Well, damn it, he kneeled five years ago, you late ass. Mm-hmm. Was it that long ago? Five, hell yeah, it was five years ago. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't like it, though. I, I, we, we totally, as the NFL, we totally got it wrong what Kaepernick was trying to tell us. That's mm. because you're rich and white and wealthy and don't give a shit about nobody anyway. Who else we have? Donald Trump, your boy. That's Red Wine's oh, boy. Goodness. He voted for him last four years. Yeah, uh, we had him for several things. He was well, for speaking George Floyd's name when bragging on unemployment. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that was horrendous. He was given. He was speaking on the unemployment numbers from the Labor Department today, mm-hmm. and then he comes out the mouth. Of course, you know, goes off script. Comes out the mouth and says something like, "I know." Um, I know George Floyd is looking down on us and is happy like about the unemployment numbers. Like I was your like, ass give a shit about let George me just Floyd. throw up now. I like couldn't you believe. give a shit about George Floyd. I couldn't believe that he Please. came out the mouth with that dumb remark. Why would he even put his, his name in his mouth? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I was so angry. I said, I can't believe this man, as usual. But anyway, was, go on. Was, also, um, the cop did knock down elderly protester and let him bleed on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in oh, Buffalo. Yeah. That was the Buffalo Police Department. Buffalo? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also the, uh, the Wheeler family. That's the family try to hide the, the, the mother and oh, wife. Oh, Weaver. Julie and Rodney Weaver. No, Wheeler. Oh, I thought you said Weaver. Wheeler? Wheeler, yeah. Yeah, they tried to hide the woman in the car. Yeah, she was no. They were trying. They said she fell off a cliff into the river. Right, <laughs> and she was hiding in the closet. She was hiding in the closet. Yeah. Um, also, officers that are still free that murdered Breonna Taylor. Yes, yeah. they're on the kiss it, man. You know what? They they're putting something out on the internet saying, you know, if you click on it, I guess um, I guess your name is added to I guess a petition or whatever. Yeah. Um, for her, so, you, know, you guys see it on the internet. And I'm adding Craig Gore, the writer that was fired by Dick Wolf <laughs> for making stupid comments about the whole protest situation. Um, this guy named Anthony Brenner. Brennan? Yeah. He did something. Oh, is that the man that was on the bicycle harassing the kids on the trail? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, he harassed some kids big time. Get out of my, he was on the trail in his neighborhood. He took, the, he ripped the tape off the little girl. And these little white girls. And he too. snatched the flyers out of their hands. Out of their hands. It was a little young girl. That man must have lost his mind. They couldn't identify who he was at first. Mm-hmm. And them chuckers are crap. Tell you, they live yeah, they way up in their little, little white, lily neighborhoods. And, and anybody come up there, now. they kind of feel like, yeah, he was arrested. Okay. They kind of feel like anybody that infiltrates their neighborhoods. And all that stuff is up there in the suburbs of D.C. Yeah, uh, they're crazy. Bethesda, what's the other area called? Uh, Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. All that deeply rooted stuff. White as hell. Mm-hmm. Like oh, they in Beverly Hills some damn where. Also, I've got the Buffalo police chief that was trying to uh, mm-hmm. justify 
what those why they didn't help the guy that fell on his head yeah. and his ear was bleeding and but he was a black police chief too so yeah, well EMS was him. right there EMS was nowhere near there same on him mm-hmm. we got anybody Seems else like you read a wine passive yeah. as hell anyway. Rush Limbaugh was saying white privilege does not exist Oh, yeah. He is an ass. <laughs> and um, crazy Trump. Don't forget the crazy stuff he did with holding the Bible in front of the St. John's yeah. uh, church. Yeah. yeah. I just, I mean, and then the, with all his know, people. Right, then the tear gas that he threw out there so he mm-hmm. clear his way. Clear his way. I, I guess he probably. And when they came up, it was all white people. One girl who worked for the, the, the police department mm. escorting them. Mm. She was the only black person in that whole area. Oh, I didn't even see her. It was all white else. folks. It was crazy. I'm like, but damn. He, he probably told his white counterparts, yeah, watch what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm president of the United States. I can do anything I want. Oh. Well, that's what he thinks. Oh, oh. Uh, we got anybody else? No, Roger Cadell, no. Yeah, we mentioned Craft. Craft. I haven't even heard from Craft. Yeah, he's been real quiet. Okay, well, we have a prize for everybody on this week's Kiss and Listen. Here Kiss is. my entire ass. Anyway, uh, I'm going in here. I'm about. I'm looking for two replacements on the pajama party. <laughs> Time for party. the last word. Uh, I'm go. I'm. Uh, I'm. Oh, I'm. Boy. Who am I? I'm. 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 Fucking, uh, I'm here with kettle Hello. and red wine, Bonsoir, and I'm looking for some replace. I'm about it's to go to a temp service. My, my last word is. Uh, I just like to honor. Uh, I, I just like to honor. Um, Al Sharpton, I think the eulogy he did at that funeral was just unbelievable. He put it down. The brother just put it down. I mean, you know, for him to just come out on the raw and just, just say stuff off the top of his head is unbelievable. And we know white folks hate his ass, but y'all can kiss my ass. Al, Al Sharpton's my main man. He's been around for a long time in New York. I was up in New York for a lot of years when he was still fat, fat boy, fat boy Al Sharpton. But now he's doing his thing with MSNBC and and the uh, the National uh, after National Black Network Foundation. My hero, Al Sharpton, to you, brother. Keep on doing your thing. All right. Um, my last word is happy birthday to Breonna Taylor. I'm so sorry she's not alive to celebrate her 27th birthday, but. Um, I'm wishing peace and power to the Taylor family. Keep up the fight. Get your justice. Uh, of course, to uh, Lord have mercy, to so many people who have died at the hands of corrupt police. I hope that you get your justice. 
And uh, to the protesters, keep the faith. Power to the people. That's my last word. All right. Uh-huh. My last word is I just want to say these people's names. Unfortunately, in 2012, we lost Trayvon Martin at age 17 um, because he looked like he didn't belong there. 2014, Michael Brown, age 18, shot in the back. This was in Ferguson, Missouri. Hopefully things will change with this new black um, mayor in Ferguson. 2015, Freddie Gibray died from a spinal cord injury from six officers being arrested and found innocent any criminal activity. And in 2020, Ahmad Aubrey, he was only 25, shot while jogging in Georgia because he looked suspicious. And Brianna Taylor, we honor her today, an emergency medical worker, shot her eight times in her own home because they were in the wrong home. And also George Floyd, only 46, died from suffocation. And his last words were, please, I can't breathe. You guys have to remember those words and remember those people. You can't never forget those. That's why the people now are marching now. So let's keep our head up and... Stay safe and uh, keep marching. Keep my life. All right. And let me give it up to one more person that's been missing out of all this. And uh, his name was Sean Bell. Sean Bell was killed the night before his uh, wedding in a shootout outside of an exotic dance club. Mm -hmm. And they just shot into a car and killed everybody. I mentioned Sean Bell because uh, on my job, a gentleman by the name of Al Walker, that was his nephew, mm. and Sean Bell. And, uh, that was my, my good friend Al Walker was the, the uncle of Sean Bell, and I, I didn't know he was until I saw him stand next to Al Sharpton at a press conference, and I saw him on the job back when I was working in New York. And I said, Al, man, I saw you stand next to He said, that Sean Bell. That was my nephew, my sister's child. Mm. And, and uh, God bless the memory of Sean Bell as well. We can't forget about him. Another person killed yeah. the night before his wedding. Mm-hmm. He was to get killed on a Friday night before he get married that Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. He was killed outside of an exotic it's crazy dance hall. Out here. Well, so, we got to get up out of here. Yeah. I know we had a lot to cover tonight, but hey, we're going to mm-hmm. do it again next Friday. Mm-hmm. Same time, same place. We'll probably get some Thanks, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we're going to say good night mm-hmm. and. Uh, Thanks again for being with us. Uh, say good night, yeah. Papa Didi. Good night, everybody. Um, safe travels. Yeah. Don't forget to wear your mask. Yeah. Especially around yourself. people you don't like. Yeah. Say good night, Kevin. Good night. Also, want to say um, be safe out there. And like Papa said, wear your mask. And catch us next Friday, every Friday, 9 p.m. This is Red Wine mm-hmm. saying good night. Until next Friday, we're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, arrivederci, sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabi Kana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night, and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night.
Party cool, keep it real for you. No clothes allowed. I'm a party. 